0: But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, it's more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99 only at Hungry Howie's. Let's get right. to the board, shall we? Mm-hmm. Presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Why don't we start out in Vegas? Let's go Friday, 8 o'clock, Fox, USC. Laying two and a half, taking on Utah for the second
1: time. Cookies take the lead. Last time they played, a one-point loss at night in Salt Lake City. Rice Eccles. The Dalton Kincaid show, if you remember, their tight end who just made all the big plays. Had like 17 end. targets. Yeah, but he needed to make those plays. USC was up 21-7. to They took the lead twice in the second half. Caleb Williams throws five touchdowns. That recipe's still there i'm going back to it oh no usc is the play this weekend oh no you sure yes planet earth's gonna be
0: on them so sure you want to be on that side yeah i'm pretty sure okay well i'm just telling you right now here are the lines and if you want to get the fan duel official we can do it the lines are going down they are anywhere between two and two and a half right now at time of taping right so reverse line movement i know i i yeah I mean, you're looking at, right now, Planet Earth is on USC. I, I am very scared of this game. I'm with you in that I'm rooting for USC. I, I want Caleb Williams in,
1: but we all saw that first game. Yeah, I thought USC was the better team in that first game. I, I, I agree. On the and road the at fact, night.
0: Yes, Rice-Eccles at night, which, by the way, I know it doesn't always hold in trends, but we gave some sick some silly they're stats. Way harder to beat there. Utah does not lose there, and they do not not cover double negative. Yeah. Um. I'm staying away from this game. Mm-hmm. I I am Jim. I can't get
1: involved with this one. Well, you're gonna be thankful that you are. This is the Costa Lock this week.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to tell you until I knew where you were at. <laughs> oh no! USC's dead. L- they- listen, dead. They're,
1: they're they're fighting for the sanctity of the sport. They're speaking to oh. me. Caleb Williams Heisman Trophy. This is the play. Here's the other part about USC. I bring up turnover margin and I know what you're going to say. It's not sustainable, right? They're plus 23. The next best team is plus 14. It feels wholly unsustainable. The number of turnovers they generate, but half of it is sustainable. Part of that equation is how many times you give the ball away. Mm-hmm. They only have four turnovers all year. One fumble, three picks. It's because they have Caleb Williams, a quarterback and that offense hums. If you don't give it up, you're going to have a great time with the turnover margin. They do have guys that fly around and make plays. You don't force the sheer volume of turnovers they have without being good football players. They're the better team who wins the turnover margin with the better quarterback. We already watched this game. They're the better team. I'm taking them under a field goal. All
0: right. That's a pass for me as much as I'd love to go and bet Utah off that Costa lock statement. I'm going to stay away from this one. All right. The next one, nothing says championship weekend, like an empty Ford field. Toledo versus Ohio in the MAC Championship. Wait, What are you
1: doing? You're bumping this up?
0: Uh sir, we're going by time of kickoff. Oh okay. <laughs> and brunch is served, bitch.
1: Get I'm your like, What? Get your mimosas. Do you, uh, so I I want to know where you're at with this game because this is the most Mackiest MAC game ever based on how the season has gone. We've been so upset about injuries and teams not being 100%. So why don't
0: you give the backdrop and then I'll tell you my pick and then you can tell me how stupid it
1: is. Okay. Toledo, Daquan Finn screwed us over against Bowling Green. They they didn't announce he wasn't playing until right before kick. It's a rivalry. The justification was they've already wrapped up the division, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. Then why did he play the very next week with a bad ankle? And then why did he get hurt playing with a bad ankle? I don't know if he's going to play this weekend. And if he does, he's going to be compromised with his mobility. That's his strength. Gleason, the guy who's filled in. Stinks. Has a busted hand on top of it. He sucks. Right. So you're going, wait, we don't even know what we're getting out of Toledo. They've lost two straight backdooring themselves into the title game. But it's not smooth sailing for Ohio Rourke the other great quarterback in the conference is done for the season they're, they're going to a backup but their
0: backup looked really good
1: last week against what was it Ball State uh, Ball State right CJ Harris Detroit area kid Pontiac for, for people who are super local dual threat yeah and he's healthy and he's going to be playing I just love that that's the backdrop of the game is all the good yeah. quarterbacks are injured the uncertainty with Toledo well, at least both, both teams will be
0: comfortable it's going to be in an empty building <laughs> No, I'll tell you right now, when I saw this spread, I circled Ohio. Made no sense to me. Toledo, to me, this should be seven, seven and a half. Toledo's been the better team. Toledo's been one of the most complete teams. Toledo is better than Ohio. When you take away Rourke, who's a do-it-all QB for them, I went, that's seven. You showed me one and a half. I circled Ohio, and I said, question mark, Costa. That's what's in my notes. Well, and
1: I, I feel for the people who who live in Athens and go to Peden Stadium for their games. The magic of Peden Stadium. They haven't won a MAC title since 68. True stat. Since 1968. They're 0-4 in the title game since it's I was going to say, all it the Solich years, they never got one. Well, that was the key is he was always good for getting there and losing. The, okay. you know, the bridesmaid, never the bride bit. Sounds like CMU. Hey, my team has, has won three MAC titles in Detroit. And not... Not
0: since you've been alive. Not,
1: not since I went to the university. All right.
0: So, no, look. No, I, but I,
1: I think that's where I want to go, too. I want to play Ohio. Done. They've been the better team. They're on a seven-game win streak. And I know their backup
0: is better than Toledo's and they
1: backup. won with the backup. That That's okay. So yeah. I'm not
0: crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy.
1: Done. going to feel like an idiot when they
0: choke again. Yep. Here we go. All right. Saturday, also at noon, get the breakfast bake. TCU. What a bad job, by the way, by the Big 12. What are you doing playing at noon on Saturday? But TCU laying two and a half to Kansas State.
1: You want me to go lead here? Say it again. 28 to 10. Say it again. 28 to 10. They were up 28 to 10. The week that
0: these two teams played, guys. Kansas State's coaching staff lied to everybody. I'll, I'll continue to say it. The expectation was Adrian Martinez was full go. But it shouldn't matter. Howard no, would have won in the game I'm anyway. I'm setting the back okay, that we had the, the game with Martinez. And then Martinez has no shot to play. He plays like one snap, walks off the field. So now you get Will Howard, the current starter, then backup. Will Howard was playing outstanding. I, and I'm going to frame the text from Cookies. This guy's John Elway. And we're up 28-10. to 10. Until they run a QB power and Will Howard gets annihilated into another galaxy. He's out, which brings in Will Poopley, Sean Dupley, Jake Rupley, Jake Rupley. They're all the same person. They're all terrible. So now we had a freshman who had never taken a snap and TCU does what they do best. They take advantage of backup quarterbacks, make a magical run, and they beat us. Fast forward, we're playing again and Will Howard's back and he's better than ever, was outstanding the last couple of weeks. Great against Kansas. This spread right here. uh, Guys, Kansas State is going to be pissed off. Kansas State feels like they should be the one going to the playoff. K-State feels like we had these guys beat anyways. The fact that TCU on a neutral field is only laying the two and a half, telling it tells me everything I need to know, and I get it. I'm not going to be on the popular side here. I don't think anyone's going to bet K-State south of a field goal except this Huckleberry. Uh, Deuce Vaughn is uncoverable. This kid, I know he's like three feet tall, needs a step stool to brush his teeth at night. Deuce Vaughn is so much fun. They got the thunder-lightning combo with the other back. And in the passing game, holy hell, man, this kid is running. You know what he reminds me of? Austin Eckler. Danny Woodhead. I'm talking exclusive, tiny, pass-catching running backs. This He's legit. And sorry, I'm not impressed that TCU destroyed a deadbeat opponent last week. I'm not impressed with how they beat Texas because fuck you, Quinn Ewers. I'm taking K-State. I'll take the two and
1: a half because college kickers and two-point conversions. I'm taking K-State. If you guys have listened to this long enough, we've chronicled TCU's run. Where they they popped a bad Oklahoma team. I mean, you go through all the games. They trailed in the second half in most of these games down the stretch. Will Howard, you mentioned he's been playing better. 13 touchdowns, two picks this season. He stepped in. He can make the throws that they need him to make. Make it two Huckleberries. You're in? I'll take Kansas State. And it's not Costa lockable. No. Perfect. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take K-State.
0: I am. I just I don't feel like TCU's the goods. I can feel like they're good. Obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you what I think will happen, not what I want to happen, but it's there. So rock and roll. I'm taking K-State. Away we go. Um, What's next? Well, we're not talking about Valpo and New Mexico State, so we'll move on. Let's go Saturday, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Georgia laying 17 and a half to LSU in the SEC title game. And your job is to attempt to talk me out of taking Georgia.
1: That's the lean. The Your- spread suggests what we think. Yeah. LSU is trash, hot garbage. They lost to Texas A&M. Awful. And even if you want to say, oh, a little look ahead, they had already clinched, it still doesn't make sense. Texas A&M is awful.
0: Yeah, and who's the other they thing? They beat a
1: bad Bama team and a way overrated Old Miss team. Yep. They were blown out by Tennessee in their place in Death Valley. Oh, by the way, all three of those games were in Death Valley. Right. So LSU is overrated, and Vegas is agreeing. You said 18 and a half? Here's the other note for motivation and what does Georgia care? Hell yes. Georgia seniors who were with the program go all the way back to their freshman season where they were humiliated in this game. Oh my God. 37 to 10 by Joe Burrow. A little bit of a reach here. No, no, but those guys have been with the program and they've, I'm not making this up. They've publicly spoken about it and looking forward to facing yeah. LSU and wanting another chance in this spot.
0: Here was my football reason. I just kind of view Jaden Daniels as welfare Hayden Hooker, Hendon Hooker, and and the reason is – Maybe the welfare version is Hayden Hooker. Yeah, his, his brother. <laughs> yeah. um, but look at the way Georgia plays defense, and I think there's some comparables here. And obviously Daniels is a better runner than Hooker. They're both good. The ability for Georgia to go man across the board – the ability to then have the extra player in the box, shadow, spy, call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at LSU, they still go through these spouts where their offense completely disappears. And if is remotely dialed in and they decide, all right, it's championship time, it begins now, I actually think the number is indicative. Yes, the numbers are built to balance money. I'm making a point. I think a lot of people see 17 and a half. They go, What a value, Bobby. I, I view this like they know George is gonna put the hammer down and Cinderella's about to turn into a pumpkin or whatever shit that 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 story's about. I'm gonna take Georgia a seventeen and a half. I think
1: they are a matchup nightmare for LSU. Isn't your carriage I think turns into a pumpkin? Who gives a shit? Okay. Somebody call the Uber. All right. <laughs> I'm not playing it, but I, I like your cap. Okay. That's the lean. All
0: right, so now let's continue our day of football fun. Uh, Four o'clock, and this might be my favorite play of the week. Four o'clock, Boise State, minus three and a half, hosting Fresno State. Now, reminder, this is not neutral site in the Mountain West. This is a straight home game. This is Boise State at home, weather report. It's very valuable when we're talking about Boise, Idaho in December. Looks like 30 degrees, looks like 15 mile an hour wind. That automatically is why I think the number is north of a field goal for Boise. I actually thought this would be a two and a half and they'd let the market price it. It's not. Jake Hainer, if if you don't know, well, you're about to know. He is mini Drew Brees. Tiny quarterback, little bit bit of mobility, doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. He's an NFL quarterback. Dude's a straight leader. Uh, When he got hurt against USC, the wagon wheels fell off. They were competing. They were in it. He was not there when they went to UConn and lost. Jake Hayner is big time. Boise State, it's a different deal. This is a team, it's amazing they're even here based on the way the season started. You fired an offensive coordinator and your starting quarterback, Hank Bachmeyer hits the portal. Well, here we are. They've rallied. Uh, They had the sickest cover in history against Utah State last week. But this is where I might be walking into something. I think Fresno's better ball club. I think if this game was played uh, at a neutral site, indoors, whatever, I, I I would look at this as free money. But it's it's not. It's outside. It is cold. And it is going to be windy. So I'm going to take the three and a half. I'm going to take what I think is one of the most unheralded, underrated QBs in America. And I'm going to take Fresno State. I think they have a better coach. I think they have a better player. And I'm getting north of a field goal. I'm taking Fresno. I still don't know what the V means on their helmet, but I don't give a shit. It's for the Valley. Little Fresno Valley. Oh. Yeah. Tremendous. There you go. Shout the out. more you know. Meth labs and farmers and smog. Awesome.
1: Fresno's a horrible place to live. Okay, keep going. First meeting of these two teams was a 40-20 to 20 loss for Fresno State. They, they got doubled up in Boise. Hayner didn't play in it <laughs> And it renders it all useless right. to They me. They've won seven straight with him, and in November – 10 touchdowns, zero picks. He's so good, man. I see him plus three and a half. I'll join you with Fresno State, but I want to take you on the journey that I had with the total. Oh, dear God. So I looked at this and I thought 60 points in the first meeting without Hainer, this is over, right? And I think that's what everybody's going to say. Right? But it's not just the weather. 30 and windy. This is, this is a trend. Mountain West title games at Albertson. That's Boise. All four of them have gone under 50 and a half, including two between these two teams. Jeff De- Jeff Tedford is the coach. We're talking 16 to 13, 19 to 16 low scoring games. So I like getting the three and a half. And I'm also going to play the under, Oh no, under, go against the conventional wisdom where everybody's going to say, I was 60 points earlier in the year. And now the quarterback's back under, under. And Boise does a decent job stopping the pass not saying Hayner's going to go off for five touchdowns. I think it stays low scoring. I'm not touching the total, but I, you know what? It's good research. Uh, I'm going to go Fresno. I'm
0: going to take three and a half. All right, the next one's you. Saturday, 4 o'clock, oh, little day this. drinking. This is the Jimmy Cookie special here. UCF taking on Tulane. Tulane
1: laying three and a half. The floor is yours. The American title game. It's UCF again. I mean, the way this line is set up, I'm supposed to believe that last time was a fluke because Tulane's favored yet again. I watched Central Florida maul them, run over them, more than 300 yards on the ground. That seemed phony to you. That seemed fake to you. You can't do that again. I capped it that week. It's how you beat Tulane. They have an experienced back end of their secondary. Seniors, fifth-year, sixth-year guys, two linebackers in the 4-2-5. you got to bully them in the trenches. Central Florida can. Central Florida has all seasons a top-10 rushing team. And, Mike, there's the same question last time. Who's the quarterback? Both guys have beaten Tulane in the last year. I'm taking Central Florida, getting three-and-a-half points. Gift. Thank you. Beautiful.
0: If, it, if it's Plumlee, I lean UCF, but I, I just – I'm not going to – Mikey Keene's beating him. I don't care. I don't like him, and I need my guy. I need my Ole Miss transfer. I'm not going to touch it. I get where you're at. I, I would tell you that the, the cap you have here I like because you're right. What Tulane does well really doesn't bother UCF. Nope. The secondary becomes this non-factor because UCF and the Malzon offense, they're going to run it. They're going to run it again and again and again and again. They're hard to stop. Um, and it sucks, too, because Tulane was so good uh, at Nippert last week to ice the American and go in and beat Fickle. And
1: and that win streak. And that
0: secondary late in that game made several big plays. They had a couple of pass breakups that were beautiful. Um, Evan Prater was playing quarterback and, you know, he tried to float one over and, linebacker goes up and just gets a fingertip to stop a 25-yard completion they they really are good in the secondary here's the other thing i ask you and at time of taping shame on me i I don't know if it's official but like willie fritz has been talked about for a bunch of jobs well
1: he's not getting the gt job no
0: because they decided to promote from within with keys who did a nice job by the way down the stretch and 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 beat Uh, UNC. Four and four, I think, down the stretch. You wonder if there's some noise here, though. Like, hey, is coach leaving? Is he not? You wonder if that infiltrates your locker room. I'm just making a point. UCF's an interesting side. I'm not going to touch it without knowing who the QB is. But you know what? You've got every right. You had the balls to go into Yulman Stadium, even as they had food trucks outside of Section B. Mm. And I respect it. So, let's move on. Saturday, eight o'clock, in a ACC title game where it's never meant less <laughs> Clemson who has no shot of getting to the playoff versus UNC who's got no shot of getting to the playoff Clemson laying a flat seven and a half and I will just tell you here's my opinion on the game I am fucking done with the whole Clemson thing I'm done I don't want to hear it I don't want to see him I don't want to talk about him I don't want to bet him fuck him I'm out I'm out I am out I won't even turn this game
1: on I am out I don't know how you can bet this game confidently. You don't. That's that's what I keep coming back to. My initial thought was Clemson, but they don't they don't blow people out. Syracuse, Florida State, Wake Forest, all these games that they should have been heavy favorites and won by a ton end up being close nail biters. I thought maybe the over, right? Both secondaries are trash. Mm. But DJ, the last five games, five touchdowns, five picks. Can we be done with that storyline? They aren't done with it. Now, the day after the
0: season, I fully expect DJ to the portal and Klubnik has been named starter because this they,
1: they can't continue. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. If you force me to play it, I think I'd play the total because UNC gave up a bunch to a third-string quarterback last mm. week, and I feel like, okay, that's a get-right spot. Clemson secondary, their weakness. Drake may put up a bunch of points. The total is 63-and-a-half. I'm not playing it, but, like, if you said, hey, give me some kind of lean, guys. Don't throw this game in the dumpster. It's primetime Saturday night. Play points. Play fun. Both teams score a bunch. Did you just say play fun? Yeah. That's fun. You root for points. I'm not going to put it on my card, but, like, if you force me to play this, I don't feel comfortable taking Clemson to to cover more than a touchdown. And UNC's awful. So, yeah. Up and down, back and forth. There they go. Wow. Play fun. Play fun. All right, well, let's go to the last one. We have two more still. I'm sorry. You missed one. What did I miss, buddy? You missed part of Friday night's excitement entertainment. Talk to me, and then we'll go to the Big Ten title game. Actually, you missed a couple. No, I didn't. You missed Conference USA and the Sun Belt. I didn't put them on
0: there. You want to put them on there? I want both of them. Go,
1: now. You want to do them now and then end with the Big Ten? Go. Okay, Okay, fine. Here we go. Sun Belt title. Uh, Troy minus eight and a half against coastal Carolina. It's Saturday three thirty. That game is at Troy because they don't do a neutral site justice for James Madison. They should be in this game. If not for a dumb rule where your first year, you're not eligible. They are the best team in the sun Belt this year. Uh, Troy on a nine game winning streak, but all the games against coastal have been close calls since Jamie Chadwell took over coastal three and O. Oh, all of them within a touchdown, 12 points total. Troy, a defensive team, low total. Keep it close. I'll take eight and a half. I'll take Coastal. I think you're insane. Good talk. Next. Great. Uh, Conference USA. You, you hyped them up on the, the Monday recap. I hyped it up because you left this. You are like a deadbeat father.
0: You left your child cold and alone the minute. you, you Daddy wanted to go out and gallivant around town utsa was all yours first four or five weeks of the season you know i haven't heard the words texas and san antonio on this show in eight weeks
1: meet me frankie harris what happened i just had to put it on here they're eight and a half point favorites against north texas it's in san antonio friday night 7 30 expecting a big crowd at the alamo dome here's the big story to me mean green ran for 350 yards in a blowout win a year ago Oof. but mike it was a stunning loss. It was their first of the year. How did they bounce back in the, in the meeting this season? They held them to 22 rushing yards. And they only hung in because Oni played above himself. Can I offer something? What? You want to bet fun? What? You want to bet fun? What's the total? 68 and a half. Woo! Come on.
0: You want to bet fun? No, I'm not betting. Nah, no, no, no. Come on. Santa Claus, get loose. Loosen the belt. Have another cocktail. Little crab cake canopy. Come on. No, 68 and a half in the Alamo. Don't you want to bet fucking fun? Here you go. Jump in the ball pit. 68 and a half. No, I'm adding it to my card. UTSA
1: minus eight and a half.
0: You're on your own. All right. Can I get to the big 10 title yes. game? And, and I would just, here's the deal. The number has moved while we were on broadcast. Really? It is now Purdue getting 17 flat. Okay. How do you want to play it? If we're on the Island of unwanted toys, we'll miss all the fun with the girls and the boys when Christmas Day is here, Jim, the most wonderful day of the year. This is the Misfit Toys play of the, of the day. No one, and I mean no one, is going to take Purdue in this game.
1: I'm stunned. I, here's
0: the reason. They're not going to win. But 17, right off the top, I thought the line would be like 24, okay? It's not. Will Coram play? Will Edwards play? Will Mike Morris play? What's Michigan's focus going to be? Not in a way that they're going to show up drunk, high, and blindfolded, but you come you come off of that game last week up here emotionally, mm-hmm. and they, they know, right? Everyone's been getting sexed up this week. Everyone's told how beautiful they are, and they know they're playing a team they're going to drill. So my only point is, as good as they've been in the second half, as good as they've been covering numbers, I sit here and go 31 to 10 late stages. Hell, 34 10, and you got to sweat. It's Aiden O'Connell. It's a 60 year quarterback. He's got an unbelievably tragic emotional story. His brother passed away before last week's game. Um, I just look at them, and I know you're going to go spoiler makers on me with the top five win. They're not winning, but I don't want to be on the side. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry and U of M finance bro on Wall Street is going to be betting Michigan. No one wants the misfit toys. I am I am a cowboy who rides an ostrich. I am a water <laughs> pistol that shoots jelly. I'm a train with square wheels. I'm a jack in the box, except I'm a
1: Charlie in the box. I'm taking Purdue plus 70. Would you do me a favor if you're going to do it? Put like a very small amount on the money line. Just because I, I want to give the spoiler maker stat for people. Fine. Purdue has pulled off the most top five upsets in FBS history when unranked. Jeff Brom, their current coach, can't do all oh, this happened forever ago. He's 3-0 and against top three teams. Aiden O'Connell, six-year quarterback, was part of two of them. Can I offer one stat and, as well? And, and how cool of a story would it be for Purdue? They haven't won a conference title since 2000. I kind of want to see thing. it for them. Yeah. And I, I, it, it's an actual football cap. Yeah. They're a top 25 run D.
0: Low key. And again, line up against Iowa, line up against Wisconsin, line up against Illinois—all the teams in their division. Purdue is a top twenty-five rush D. So, if Corum is out, if you just slow it down, I'm—I'm going to take the seventeen.
1: I'm playing Michigan. I, I wanted to give you time to do your deal and your spiel. Purdue is not in the top half of the Big Ten in run defense. Michigan is a special kind of run offense. Okay. What's this? What's this like sulking hurt? Hey, okay. No, cause it's like
0: you allowed me to make my case only to deny the motion to, you know, you put it on your
1: card. I will put the opposite on mine. I felt so good about it. Michigan. Right. Hold on. Michigan. You talk about, well, Mike's going to be in the game. It's going to be 31 to 10 and he's still alive. 30 Michigan protects its back door. They have done a great job. Closing games last seven weeks. 30 or 84 and three in the fourth quarter. 84 and 3 in the final quarter. They do not let you sneak in the back door. Can I ask a question? What? Why is the number 17? Well, I, I want to contest that. I, I want to look at this because I'm seeing 16 and a half still. And I, if I'm playing Michigan, I, I want the benefit of that extra point. Well, you know, you do realize
0: it is a free country and you can shop a number. Okay. Go get it.
1: Okay. Put 16 and a half on your card. Because you also talk about motivation in this game. When you beat Ohio State and it's this big emotional deal, how do you bounce back the next week? Huh. Boy, we could use like maybe a year ago as an example where they won 42-3 to in the Big Ten title game after the biggest win they've had against Ohio State in two decades. Yeah, but
0: that was also different. Team already had a loss. I think there was more of a desperation there. I think it was also the first time they'd ever been there. They had a senior-laden group. I'm not telling you they're going to show up and shit their pants. I'm just saying like – we're a week removed from what a business trip Michigan looks like, which is 17 to 16 over Illinois. I thought the number would be north of 20. It's not. I kind of think there's a reason. Look, it's not going to be a big game play. It's not going to be um, a, a big bet or anything. It's going to be a standard play. I, I'm happy one of us is betting on the spoiler makers because I think it could be a fun story. I just, I just, it's not me. I just feel like that's a lot of points, man. Yeah, it is. Um, all right. So card. Here, here's my card. And I'm going to give you a teaser-pleaser as well because we're on fire with teasers. Yeah, we've been on fire with teasers in the NFL. Why not for the people? Uh, Fresno plus the 3.5. Ohio plus 1.5. Purdue plus 17. KSU plus 2.5. And and the one favorite I am taking is Georgia minus the 17.5. Here's the teaser-pleaser. Fresno getting 9.5. Ohio getting 7.5. K-State getting 8.5. Purdue getting 24. Pays you plus 240.
1: Jim's card. Every fucking game in America, USC minus two and a half Costa a lock, baby fight for the sanctity of the sport fight on Trojans, Kansas state plus two and a half Michigan minus 16 and a half central Florida plus three and a half. I'll take the Bobcats to finally win a Mac title plus one and a half Fresno state plus the three and a half and the under 50 and a half in the mountain West title game, coastal Carolina plus eight and a half and UTSA, minus eight and a half. All
0: right, that's the pod. We'll talk to you with the NFL episode coming up. And again, reach out via socials to Jim, to the Valenti Podcast accounts. Tell us what you want, man. And the the reviews do help. I know it's a pain in the ass, but like unsubscribe, resubscribe, drop a review. We need it because apparently that's the rules we got to play by. So thanks for listening. And we'll get you that NFL show tomorrow. Okay, picture this.